Good morning. Welcome in to the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. You know, I love getting your day started off on the right foot. And to help with that, well, I use an inspiring quote. And today's is from a very unlikely source. I'll tell you the source after I tell you the quote. <laughs> I want you to hear this without discounting it. To judge a man by his weakest link or deed is like judging the power of the ocean by one wave. Wow. What words of wisdom. Think about that. I want to read it one more time. To judge a man by his weakest link or deed is like judging the power of the ocean by one wave. How often have you sat by the ocean and you watched those waves come in and you saw a really gentle one. You're like, oh, everything's good today. Everything's calm. And then in the next few minutes, you saw this huge wave come in. And I mean, by this time, you're already in the water because it's so calm. And this one wave knocks you over. It's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> that ocean's a lot more complex than just a single wave. Mm, just like you are a lot more complex than just a single decision or a single action. It's real easy for us to judge people based on that one thing that they did. And that taints our whole view of their entire being. It makes us kind of question whether there's any good in that person, you know? And then on the flip side, we see good and we think, oh, surely there's no bad in that person. Forgetting the whole time that, hey, we are all human. We are all fatally flawed. But thank you, Jesus, for your gift because he gives us mercy, he gives us grace, and he gives us right standing with God. He redeems us despite our human flaws. I'm thankful for that. So who was it, Stephen? Who's the person who came up with this amazing quote? None other than the king himself, Elvis Presley. <laughs> wow, I love that quote. So I want you to think about it today, okay? All right, or as you could probably say, uh-huh, here's dough, was so good. So Jesus said we should love our neighbors as ourselves, but you know what? It's hard to do that if you can't find it within yourself to love yourself. Mm, do you struggle with that? I know it's so hard to forgive yourself sometimes for some of those mistakes. I want to help you out. So stick around. We'll get into it next after Chris Tomlin and Good Good Father. Just then, a religion scholar stood up with a question to test Jesus. Teacher, what do I need to do to get eternal life? He answered, What's written in God's law? How do you interpret it? And then, well, he said this. In one occasion, Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Some people can't love their neighbor because they don't love themselves. If this resonates with you, I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up the person watching this that is unable to love their neighbor as themselves, perhaps because they cannot love themselves the way you love them. Reveal to them your love so that they can love themselves and their neighbor the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive his love and let God bless your day. It's crazy. We're talking about a temperature drop today of more than 30 degrees because right now across North Alabama, it's warm. It's 69 right now in Scottsboro and Gunnersville, 68 in Bluntsville and Coleman. About the coolest you're going to find on our North Alabama map is in Boaz at 67 degrees. But Brad's saying we're going to have freezing temperatures tonight. So, moral of the story, 
Put the sleeves in the car just in case you need them because you probably will. He said this change is going to be pretty quick. So don't be surprised if, if you're going to work and it's nice and balmy outside. And by the time you get ready to go home, it is frigid. So I went ahead and brought my jacket inside with me today, just in case. Hey, let me tell you about your word of life. It'll keep you warm no matter the temperature outside. It's from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Oh, I love that. You know why? Because it doesn't just talk about doing the good stuff. It talks about what it costs you because it uses that word sacrifices. These are the sacrifices that please God. That's a big deal. He knows it's going to cost us something, but he tells us to do it because it's worth it. Wow. So how can you do that today? How can you help the people around you who are in need? Find a way and make it happen. And hey, um, while you're at it, why don't you just keep us in the background? You know how you can do that? Just Tune us in online if you're not around your radio. It's 885JFM.com. Click that On Now button and press play. Plus, you can share that word of life with somebody. We've got it for you across all of our socials. Good morning to you, Joel Modest. Hope you're having a great one. I see you listening on my streaming map. Also, Gunnersville, Arab, and Helsinki, Finland. <laughs> Thanks for being here. In this morning's inspiring quote of the day, we talked a little bit about how we shouldn't be judged by just one action, and we shouldn't judge others that same way either. It's like judging the ocean by just one wave. You know, it's much more complex than that. Like we are much more complex than that one thing that we did that maybe we did at a time where we were feeling the pressure or when we were really angry or you fill in the blank. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Well, I came across a guy who says maybe we should place more attention on not the decision that we made, but the direction that we're headed in. And I thought, whoa, that's a lovely way of thinking. And so I want you to hear it too. We focus far too much on making the right decision rather than moving in the right direction. Mm. And what I mean by that is your decision is not good or bad but the direction you're moving in is far more important. And so we put so much pressure on, am I doing the right thing? Is this the best thing for me? And the truth is you don't know. All you can do is make a choice and then make that choice the best choice you could have made. And so I would put more effort into the work that happens after a choice than all the effort you put into making that choice. Hopefully that helps. As you're in the car this morning, headed to wherever you're going, lots of times I use that time to kind of think through all the stuff that I'm dealing with. And hopefully that, that'll help you a little bit. And that'll help you kind of see what really matters. And maybe you've been in the middle of making a decision right now, or maybe you just made that decision and now you're wondering, was it the right decision? Well, maybe we stop wondering if it's the right decision and give it our all. It's more about the follow through. So, why don't you try it? Follow through with it. Give yourself the best chance of making that choice. The best choice. And guess what? The cool thing about it is, if you made the wrong choice, God knows exactly how to redirect you. And he does it sometimes very subtly. So, be open to what he has for you. Be open for the direction he has for you. Listen to his leading, and he'll always lead you in the right direction. Okay? Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm glad we can grow together. Right now it's 67 degrees in Fort Payne, 68 in Coleman and Albertville, 69 in Huntsville and Decatur and Scottsboro. Well, there just happened to be, ooh, ooh.
Mm-hmm. Kissing that 70 degree mark. But I think that's all the kisses we're going to have today. That's the warmest we're probably going to get is right here in the 70s. Because as you heard Brad say, we're supposed to be dropping down close to freezing by tonight. Oh, ho, ho. have those sleeves on hand. Yeah, all those kids going to school, they might want to go ahead and pack that jacket in their backpack just in case. Because uh, likely when they come home this afternoon, it's going to be a little frigid out there. Now, just a heads up. All right, your word of life today comes to you from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Yes, they are. And you know what? I love that it it acknowledges them as sacrifices. The doing good and the sharing with those in need, it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you time, effort, maybe some money, but it is worth it. It pleases God. So let's do it today. And why don't you share that word of life with somebody as well? We've got it ready for you across all of our socials. That's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, X, and TikTok. And it's always at the top of our website, 885jfm.com. Stick around. We've got a car line competition coming up. Plus, I heard Somebody's got a boyfriend? What? There's one thing I'm not looking forward to as a dad, and that has to do with my little girl. You probably guessed it. Yep, it's when she becomes of dating age. I'm not so sure I like the whole idea of some little boy taking out my little girl. I've often thought I need to get a shotgun just so I can have it at the house to pretend to clean it when he comes over to pick her up. I've got a few years before that happens. Just a few, though, because Grace is nine years old already crazy how fast they grow and likely mom dad you got a little one and um guess what they're gonna be dating too how does that make you feel i'm just sharing the love a little bit (laughs) but hey when you hear about celebrities dating they come up with some really interesting terms for that right depending on which two celebrities it is some of these names that people come up with like benifer ben affleck and jennifer lopez remember brangelina Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Well, there's there's another couple that may be getting together. Well, according to her, they are already together, but they're not quite, well, old enough to know what it means, I guess. Here, I'll just let you hear from Navy. You see, her name, well, her age, I should say. <laughs> She's just, well, here, take a listen. I have a boyfriend. You got a boyfriend? Who? Conway. Conway? Where did you meet Conway at? In our house. Remember remember we had a play day with yeah, Conway and his yeah, big brother? Yeah. When he slammed him in the wall? Oh, Conway? Yeah. Conway? Uh-huh. He's my boyfriend. Get, how long has this been going on? Um, 15 years. 15 years? Wow. Does Conway know that your daddy gave him a knuckle sandwich? Cool. He's five. Like, just like me. He's, I think I'm going to have to have a little meeting with this guy. What do you think? Should daddy talk to him? Uh, he would hit you in the face. He's, he knows karate. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He knows karate. <laughs> so Navy and Conaway. I was trying to think what kind of name could we come up for that. It'd be like, uh, let's see, Navy Way or Navy Con. Whichever one you like better. But anyway, five years old got a boyfriend are you kidding me and jason that dad he is not having it oh by the way that's jason aldean you might know him from country music and that's his daughter navy and yes his wife was recording the whole thing you heard her giggling in the background that's good stuff (laughs) 
<laughs> I had to share it with you. Put a smile on your face, and uh, maybe we have that talk now about dating, Mom and Dad. <laughs> Let me hit this song before I get myself in more trouble. Here's Unspoken. Love is everything. <laughs> Stick around. Well, I just want to say I got a really good feeling somebody's going to be winning some gift cards very soon because this car line competition is about to kick off with nine gift cards on the first question. You're the joy that I cannot deny. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn. <laughs> now let's go ahead and crank that engine and let's, uh, I guess, let's go ahead and start that music. So I can say, hey, everybody, it's time to play the Carline Competition. It's your chance to win some gift cards this morning. And on this particular morning, we got a bit of a train rolling through. That's right. We're starting off with nine gift cards. Do you think you can win them? Well, let's find out. It's a trivia game. I'm going to ask a question, give you the cue to call. Call me up. Give me the right answer. Win some gift cards. Give some away. Share some love on the radio. Oh, we're talking about Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. Albertville Home Bakery in the Caring Heart Thrift Store in Arab. That's where those gift cards are good at. And here we go. Which is not a U.S. state capital? Is it Austin, Boston, Honolulu, or New Orleans? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, which is not a U.S. state capital? Is it Austin, Boston, Honolulu, or New Orleans? I've already got my caller. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get you answered. It's Micah Tyler with Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, is this Evelyn? Yes. Hello, Evelyn. How you doing today? Good. Good. What you got in the plans for today? Let's see. Today is Wednesday. So is anything special happening at school today? Not really. There's one of the days that you get to hang out with mom all day, isn't it? Or is that your brother? That's what goes That's me. right. I get you two mixed up sometimes. <laughs> all right. You ready to play my game? Yes. Let's do this thing. Which of these is not a U.S. state capital? Is it Austin, Boston, Honolulu, or New Orleans? New Orleans. New Orleans? Yes. Are you sure you want that to be your final answer? Yes. Congratulations. You just won nine gift cards because New Orleans is correct. What do you think about that? I want to roll them over. Oh, we're, we're keeping the train going? Yes. Wow. We're making it from nine to 12 gift cards. You're going to make somebody's morning today. Hey, why don't you shout somebody out for me here on the radio? Share some love with them. Montgomery. No way. You're shouting out your brother? What do you like about that guy? I don't know. <laughs> you just love him? You don't know why, you just do. I <laughs> What was that? I want to hear about this negotiating going on behind the scenes. What, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like she wants you to be nice to your brother because she helped you get the answer and you need to do it for her. So let's go ahead and say something nice about Montgomery. I know you don't want to, but let's do it. I guess I love him. You guess you love him. I'll take it. That's good enough. <laughs> I hope you all have a great day. Thanks for listening and playing my game. <laughs> Bye. How much fun was that? Evelyn Hodges calling me up, sharing some love begrudgingly with her brother. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> so we got 12 gift cards up for grabs now. Hmm, who's going to win them? Well, let's find out together, shall we? 
Which of these organs removes waste material from the blood? Is it the gallbladder, the lungs, the kidney, or the pancreas? Ooh. 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Which of these organs removes waste material from the blood? Is it the gallbladder, the lungs, the kidney, or the pancreas? 256-505-0885. Got my caller. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. Here's Riley Clemens, and loved by you. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. Oh, Richard Udy, what's going on, my friend? Doing fine. This is head day ride picking a check up. All right, I got you. It's payday. I like payday. Yep, yeah. me too. I was watching my bank account yesterday, hoping and praying for payday. And sure enough, by the end of the day, my wife got paid. I'm like, yes, we have money again. Woo! Right. <laughs> anyway, well, you want to play my game? Yes, sir. All right, let's do this thing. So um, which of these organs removes waste material from the blood? Is it the gallbladder, the lungs, the kidney, or the pancreas? I'm hoping Ryan won't say gallbladder. A gallbladder? No, it's not the one I'm looking for. So... Mm. Could it be lungs, kidney, or pancreas? Uh, I'm hoping I'm on the second guess. I'm going to say kidney. Kidney is correct. Congratulations to you. (laughs) 12 gift cards. What do you think about that? I love it. I'm going to keep that train going. All right, man. Let's do it. 15 gift cards now. Hey, you want to shout somebody out? Yeah, I'm going to shout out my... My dad. Awesome. His name's, yeah, his name's Robert Udy. All right. What do you love about that guy? Uh, he, he's, he's a loving father, and he always helps me out when I need help. Um, I do return with him, too, you know. Awesome, man. Sounds like you got some amazing people in your life, Richard. Sure do. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. Well, thank you so much for playing my game. We'll roll these gift cards on, and you have a great day. Are you too. All right, thanks. Bye. 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 Do you hear it? I hear it. I hear the train rolling through. 12 gift cards just just became 15 gift cards. That's a lot of love that can be shared with a lot of people, and it all rides on whether or not you can answer this question. Which part of an egg contains all of the fat? Is it the membrane, the yolk, the shell, or the white? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, which part of an egg contains all the fat? Is it the membrane, the yolk, the shell, or the white? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. And while I wait on your call, there it is. Here's Ryan Stevenson. It is unprecedented what's about to happen on the radio, so I want you to stick around. I'll be right back. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's your name? Hadley. All right, Hadley. What are you up to today? Going to school. Going to school. What grade are you in? Fourth. What school do you go to? D-A-R. D-A-R. All right, up there on Grant Mountain. Is there anything big happening at school today? Anything you're excited about? We sent our big our D-A-R boys off yesterday for a basketball game. I heard about that. Did they play today? They played last night. Okay, did they win? We don't know. You don't know? We'll have to do some checking on that. Let's uh, let's get on this game. I, I got 15 gift cards, Hadley. They might just have your name on them. Let's, let's find out, okay? Here we go. Okay. Which part of an egg contains all of the fat? Is it the membrane, the yolk, the shell, or the white? The yolk. The yolk. Do you like the yolk of an egg? 
No, sir, I do not. <laughs> I didn't think you would, but you are correct. The yolk is where you find the fat. Congratulations. That yucky yolk just got you 15 gift cards. What do you think about that? I find that wonderful. I think so, too. So 15 gift cards. That's a lot of love you can share with a lot of people, huh? I want to roll them over. Oh, my. You want to roll all 15 over? Yes, I do. Uh, you know what? You are about to make it the longest train we've ever had. 18 gift cards. Hadley. My goodness, that is huge. Hey, you want to shout somebody out here on the radio? Share some love with them. My friend, like, she's so awesome, and she's like my best friend for a while. I love it. And, and who is that I hear in the background? My little brother. I thought that was your little brother. What's his name again? Easton. Easton. Easton's hanging out with us. Can I say hi to Easton real quick? Hey. Hey, Easton. Hi. What's up, bud? <laughs> hey, I hope you have a good day. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful day. You stay safe. All right, bye. Whoa, so now those 15 gift cards have rolled into 18 gift cards. Oh, my. So it all comes down to this. The final question of today's car line competition. I wonder if you know the answer to it well i guess we need to go ahead and find out so since this is unprecedented since this is such a big question i think we're gonna have to break out a pretty hard question yeah so here let's let's do this thing you ready all right all right i'm gonna try to say this as best i can because i, I don't know latin all that well so here we go felice domesticus is the latin name for which pet is it a dog a hamster a cat or a rabbit. 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, oh, oh, y'all are quick. My goodness, we got some really smart people out there. I'm going to capture that call. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get your answer. Jeremy Camp. We are in unprecedented times here on the Lifeline Morning Show because, well, um, we've only ever gotten this train up to 15 gift cards before, right? And so 15 gift cards suddenly became 18 gift cards. Now 18 gift cards up for grabs. And I had a caller to win the 18 gift cards. But what did they do? Did they cash them out or did they keep the train rolling? Here, take a listen. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. What's your name? It's Charlotte. Charlotte. All right, Charlotte. Charlotte Pesnell? Yes, sir. Charlotte Pesnell, who drives a school bus? Yeah. Awesome. I just got back. Just got back in time to hear that last answer. It was great. All right. All right. Well, I've got a big question for you because 18 gift cards are on the line. No pressure. That's a lot. (laughs) Here we go. Felice Domesticus is the Latin name for which pet? Is it a dog, a hamster, a cat, or a rabbit? Well, I have two Felice Domesticus at my house. You do? They're cats. They are cats. Congratulations to you. (laughs) 18 gift cards. What do you think about that? I think we're going to roll them over. Oh, my. So this is an unprecedented, unprecedented thing because we've never had 18. Now we're going to 21. Charlotte, this is amazing stuff. You're making history on the radio. That's not a bad thing always. I know. I think it's a great thing. We've had this train going for a while now. I don't think I've ever made history before, so this is awesome. You are a history maker, Charlotte. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. You want to shout somebody out here on the radio? Um, How about Jim and Anita Pause Bar? Um, Their anniversary is tomorrow, and they are just 
super wonderful people, and we love them. They they've just been there. Yeah, I got you. Good friends, huh? Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, thank you for sharing the love here on the radio. All right, we're going to get these gift cards rolled on. Likely, we'll start tomorrow morning with 21 gift cards up for grabs. Wow, that's a lot of love. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of it, Charlie. You too. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. How cool is that? 21 gift cards up for grabs. First question of tomorrow's Carline competition. First time ever. This is going to be amazing. Are you going to win all 21? We'll find out what happens tomorrow morning starting at 7. But hey, uh, you know, though the Carline competition's over, it doesn't mean you have to leave. Stick around. we got some fun stuff to talk about. One thing I'm really excited about is sharing with you some nuggets of wisdom from a 104-year-old. She just turned 104 in January, and she's got some words, some nuggets of wisdom, some tips and tricks on how to live a long and happy, fulfilling life. I think you're going to love it. So stick around for that and so much more right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. All right, back to the music that you love. I've got Need to Breathe with Fall on Me right now. This is Pastor Gary Kraft with your Drive Time Devotion. A lot of money is spent every year on clothes, makeup, hairstyling, plastic surgery, and the like, all in an attempt to improve our appearance and fend off the inevitable march of aging. We try our best to dress up, to remain young and vital, but the only alternative to getting old as the days roll by is for the days to stop rolling by. Regardless of how hard we fight it, work out, eat right, lift faces or replace joints, the march toward death is unavoidable. That's why the hope of the gospel is essential. Paul makes it clear that one day we will all be clothed with the imperishable and our mortality will be clothed with immortality. Then death will be swallowed up in victory and we will have a glorious body like the one Christ had when he rose from the dead as the first among many. Our bodies will rise to the splendor of complete freedom from aging and decay, vital forever, alive with his awesome life. So if you get discouraged when looking in the mirror or the limitations of strength or movement, or memory, take heart. Christ bought more than a ticket out of hell. He bought awesome, eternal vitality, an adventure that will never get old, weak, or ruined. That's a reason to celebrate. Let's pray. Father, thank you that I'm an heir and join heir with Christ Jesus. He paid the debt to free me from the deadly effects of sin, and I will share in his life forever. Thank you. Amen. I am always on the lookout for good news to share with you. And whenever I find it, oh, I love putting it here on the radio. So hopefully it'll put a smile on your face. And, you know, this drive time devotion this morning was all about that march toward the inevitable. I mean, we know that a time is coming where this journey on this earth will be done, but we don't want it to be for a long time, right? We, we want a good long life here. We want to enjoy our kids and our grandkids. We want to have good health. I know. And so I wonder if you've ever thought about living to 100 years old. Wouldn't that be awesome? Some of you may already be pretty close to that number. Well, what about over 100? What do you think about that? A lot of people, they don't think about over 100, but uh, we're about to hear from a lady who's 104 years old. She's going to tell us tips and tricks, what keeps her grounded, 
why she's still here. I think you're going to love it, so stick around. You never know what kind of character you're going to find on any given day on a talk show. That's right. They are all over the place. Sometimes those talk shows, they get a little weird, don't they? Uh, for instance, do you remember the Maury Povich show? You are not the father. <laughs> How about Jerry Springer? Uh, you remember uh, when that show was actually good? I do. When I was a kid, the, the Jerry Springer show was actually an okay show to watch and then it kind of whoa it got weird anyway so jerry springer mari povich now how about these days we've got some people around who have some pretty good talk shows maybe you like watching the kelly clarkson show or i don't know maybe you like the talk or how about jennifer hudson or J-Hud, as she goes. <laughs> I like some of her guests. You can really find some good news on some of these talk shows. And just so happens, Jennifer Hudson had somebody on her show this past month celebrating a birthday. It's a very notable birthday because it's in the triple digits. It's not just 100 or 102 or 103. No, this lady, wow. You're going to hear from her and, and what she's been up to, why she's here, and um, you know how she approaches each day. Some pearls of wisdom to think about as you make it toward that triple digit mark. Here, take a listen to this. Before we say goodbye, I want to say hello to a very special someone in our studio. Last season, I met a wonderful 103-year-old Anias member named Althea. We shared a beautiful moment that I will never forget, and I got to sing her happy birthday. Well, Althea is back here to join us again. Althea, is, it's amazing that you are here, and I'm so it honored is. to have you here. I'm so blessed. I can only give my thanks to God for having me here all of these years. Is it true that you're celebrating your 104th birthday this I month? I never thought it was gonna happen. My God! <laughs> wow! And wow. my blessing is, I get up in the morning feeling great, hmm. like I'm ready to hit the street. Hit the street! <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, happy earliest birthday. <laughs> Thank you for celebrating your days with us. It is a blessing to be in your presence. And I thank you for every minute I'm here in Doreen. Doreen takes good care of me. It is a blessing to have it you. It is a blessing to be here. Yes, ma'am. And to feel the way I do. Yes, ma'am. And if I can make it to 105, I'll be back. Yes, Well, with that being said, to celebrate you already, just your presence, we are so grateful for you. I just want to give you some flowers to say thank you for blessing oh, us with your presence. Thank you. Thank we appreciate you. you so much. I uh, hope you enjoy your birthday and every day. I will. I'm going to, I've been, all the month, I claim the whole month. That's right. And I go until I run into somebody else's day because <laughs> yes. I don't like ruining other people's day. Ain't that a blessing, y'all? Now, Athea, I, I normally do a high note at the end of the show. Can you give us a word? What, what would be your high note? My high note is all my thanks is to the man upstairs. Yes, yes ma'am. That's my blessing. When I wake up in the morning, 
I look out, open my blinds, mm -hmm. and I look out up to the sky, and I say, thank you for all my blessings. Amen. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me feeling the way I do. Mm. That's my first word. The first word? Yeah. We better take it from her, y'all, honey. Yeah. Don't fight with nobody. Don't fight with nobody. Somebody's always out there want to throw a punch at you. Ain't they trying? Yeah. Uh -uh, but you, you don't fight them back? No. Okay. I walk away. You walk? <laughs> you gotta walk away. Guess what? I walk away before I hurt them. <laughs> before she hurt them, don't hurt them now, this, I think. This is my weapon. Yes, ma'am. I'm listening. You don't fight me. <laughs> no, not you. You precious. Thank you so much. You're precious. I love you. I love you. Y'all give her a hand. Thank you for joining us. Okay. And I want to thank all my guests. I want to thank all you lovely people like Althea for taking time out of your busy schedule to come see about little old me. I love you. You want to tell them that? We're going to keep on coming. How cool is that? 104 years old. A little bit of her secret to a long life and how she's just so thankful. Hey, I love that. And if you want to check out that talk show, well, Jennifer Hudson, it comes on on Fox 54 at four o'clock each weekday. So you can check it out right there. All right, more great music headed your way. We've got Stephen McCurder and Come Jesus Come right here, right now on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Your word of life today is all about doing good, right? And sharing with others. We're gonna talk about an organization that's doing that, but they've been facing a lot of persecution here lately. And we're gonna talk about what they've been up to and what kind of legal victory they just got. It's definitely a bright spot. I wanna share it with you next. After Colton Dixon and My Light, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Thanks for hanging out with me. Doing good, it's what we're called to do, right? But what happens when you do good, but you get nothing but hate for it? Yeah, that's kind of where these people find themselves. Let me tell you a little bit about them. It's an organization that really tries to help people. Why? Well, because of this. This is on their website. Wars are raging across the world while millions are going hungry. The number of Americans becoming homeless increased by 11% in the first eight months of 2023. Child poverty in the U.S. more than doubled in the last 12 months. So they want to do something about it. Practically, they want to share food. And the name of the organization is Food Not Bombs. What exactly do they do? Well, they repurpose food. Food that would otherwise be thrown out. And they take it and they make it ready. They prepare it and they, they give it to people in need. People who are hungry. And you think, wow, that's a great idea. You're right, it is a great idea. Unfortunately, some people don't see it that way. Who specifically? Let me tell you. Food, not bombs. In Houston, Texas, they've been getting a lot of hate here lately over the past year. Why? Not quite sure. Well, let's dig into the story real quick, okay? Because I'm glad to report to you that they got a bit of a victory on the 14th of this month because a federal judge issued a preliminary injunction against the city of Houston for their attempts to impede the nonprofit's mission of providing free meals to the homeless. So the government didn't like that these people were getting helped and that this organization was passing out food. I, I don't understand that, right? But the article goes on to say over the past year, the nonprofit dedicated to feeding the homeless faced a staggering 
90 citations from the city for offering free meals near Central Library without official permission. The first jury trial set for June 1st, 2023 saw the state regrouping after the jury ruled in favor of food, not bombs. Undeterred, the city persisted, summoning 15 Houstonians for a new case against the nonprofit. However, the recent turn of events in the courtroom highlighted the resilience of food, not bombs supporters. 15 potential jurors were set to decide the outcome of a case alleging a violation of Houston law by Eliza Meadows, a woman accused of feeding the homeless without the city's permission. Roughly an hour later, the jury pool filed back out, all 15 of them. The lawyers have been unable to fill an unbiased jury. So, these people, they're being tasked with bringing down the hammer on this organization that's doing good, and they're saying, no, we can't do this. So, wow, what a victory, right? People trying to do good, but for some reason, others just don't like it. I don't understand it either, but you know what? I like this. It's straight from the Bible. Matthew 5, verses 11 and 12. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. So Jesus told us that we would have persecution. We would have problems if we try to do good. But do good anyway, because it's worth it. And he calls us to it. So, hey, I just wanted to share that story to let you know that, yes, there's good stuff happening in this world, despite the forces coming against it. So keep your head held high. Keep doing what God has called you to do. I know sometimes you're going to receive a little hate for it, but you know what? It's okay. It's worth it because you're not serving those people. You're serving an amazing God. Here's Torrin Wells telling you, that God, well, he's crazy about you. I get pretty encouraged by these uh, social trends that are going on these days, especially when it comes to our our TikTok page. I like to keep a check on those numbers, and I'm glad to report to you that those words of life have done very well over this past week. A lot of people getting those. We hope that you'll share them with other people, and really, you can use it as a way to share your faith. So if you haven't checked it out yet, go on over to TikTok and find us. It's 885JFM. Let me shout out who I'm seeing right now over on my streaming map. I see it in Reno County, Kansas. Also, Columbiana County, Ohio. They just popped on. Plus, we've got Clarksville. Uh, They're hanging out with us. That happens to be my sister-in-law, Kelly. She's hanging out with us right now. Also, Huntsville and Skyline. We've got Arab and Gunnersville, Boaz and Albertville. We've got people all over the place. I think that might be Wheezy listening to to us in Albertville. Maybe Savannah there in Gunnersville. Plus, Joel Modis, of course. He's hanging out with us right now in Palm Coast, Florida, and our friends over in Helsinki, Finland. Hey, if I've if if I haven't shouted you out, I want that opportunity. Uh, specifically, I mean, if I've been calling out your pen on the map, but I've never had a name to go with it, go ahead and send me your name. My email address is lifeline at eight eight five jfm dot com, and I would love, I would really love to know who it is in Helsinki, Finland, who's listening to us. I, I'd love to just shout you out by name so again it's lifeline at 885jfm.com thank you for listening whether it's on the stream the radio or on the podcast we're thankful for you in fact you're the reason why we're here now back to the music Seth Schluter with counting my blessings think of your biggest regret 
your biggest worry, and instantly you become anxious. And usually we think about it right as we're going to bed. No sense in that. Regret comes from the past. Things that are already done. Once you learn the lesson, just let it go. And as far as worry goes, well, worry is just overthinking. No real benefit to overthinking. Go out and get things done. And then, be the blessing. God bless you. God blessed us. And here we are. That's Tony Reader. I love his tagline. God blessed us. And here we are. <laughs> Here's Passion featuring Christian Stanfield. Even so come. Oh, Tony Reader. You can find him over on TikTok. I've been following that guy for a while. He's amazing. He usually just walks around the park, grabs his phone, and says a few words into it. And I'm telling you, it's always good stuff. Thanks for hanging out with me. Now, I don't get to see this, but I get to hear about this every single day because my wife is a middle school teacher. Yes, she teaches over in Fairview Middle School. She teaches special education. And so, yeah, I hear about some of the goings on. <laughs> There's some crazy stuff that happens in those classrooms. And um, I think maybe we need Gabe to clue us in. Tell us a little bit more. So I want you to hear from him. He's a middle school teacher too. <laughs> Take a listen. So I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but middle school students have literally zero filter whatsoever. And because of this, some of the things that they say are absolutely hilarious. Usually it's at the expense of me, the teacher, but it's still funny. So here are a bunch of real things that my students have said to me this week. Wait, Mr. Danaber, you're 25 years old? That means you were born in the 1900s? You're so old. But my dad's stronger than you are. Mr. Danaber, you're 6'5 and you're not in the NBA. Dude, Steph Curry's like 6'3". Why aren't you in the NBA? Sometimes when you talk, I just don't listen to a single word that you say. I think you're starting to go bald. Jeez, Mr. Danbury, you look tired today. When you were in school, I bet you had zero riz. Whoa, hold on one second. Zero riz. Riz? Is that a word? Let me get out of the dictionary real quick. Uh, there it is. Okay, riz. Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Romantic appeal or charm. Huh, that's what riz means. Hey, I learned something new. How about you? Yeah? <laughs> Those kids, they do keep life interesting, to say the least, right? So I'll keep a check on uh, this this guy's YouTube because, my goodness, this video has already gotten 1.2 million views. His name is Gabe Denenbring, and uh, the comments on here are amazing as well. And I love this. Lady Lightning 1741 says, dude, he looks like he had so much riz in high school. So there you go. <laughs> Don't get your feelings hurt, Gabe. <laughs> Do you have any riz you listening today? I better leave that one alone. I would. I was going to say, are you rizful? Is that is that how you say it? Or just do you have riz? I, I'm going to mess up. I, I really am. So I'll just stop talking. Here's Ann Wilson with her song called Strong. You got to be strong to be in those classrooms. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me. How many times is fruit mentioned in the Bible? Well, actually, I've got that number for you. And we're going to talk about some different kinds of fruit. So I hope you're hungry. It's coming up next. How do you like your fruit? I like mine big and juicy. Oh, good stuff, right? But let's talk a little bit about fruit. You know, it's got some spiritual implications too. Why? Well, because it's mentioned in the Bible like 60 different times. And of those 60 times, guess what? There are six different fruits mentioned. Yeah, grapes, figs, olives, pomegranates, dates, and apples. Those are the six. But then again, there are other fruits mentioned as well. 
such as the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I knew you were thinking about those fruits too, weren't you? Uh Uh-huh. Now, let's shift out of the spiritual and let's get into the natural, into the practical, the actual fruits that you bring home from the grocery store. Did you know some of them should never see the refrigerator? Uh Uh-huh. Melons, don't put them in the fridge. It's not for them. Bananas, mangoes, and papayas, leave those out as well. And yes, as much as you'd like to put tomatoes in there, even the little Tommy Toe tomatoes, leave the tomatoes out of the fridge. And citrus fruits, you know, those uh, big, juicy oranges. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, um, maybe you like some other variety. Uh-huh, maybe some grapefruit. Oh, these things are good. It's been a while since I had one of those. Oh, crack one of those open, a little sugar, spoon that out. I'm I'm, I'm hungry now. Pineapples, they should not go in the fridge either, at least not in their full form. Yeah, you don't put that big old pineapple in the fridge. There's not room for it anyway. But there are other fruits that can see the fridge only after they have ripened. Which ones are they? Well, uh, how about, I don't know, maybe apples, avocados, peaches, and pears. They can be put in the fridge after they've ripened. So now we've talked about spiritual fruit, We've talked about natural fruit. Now let's go back to the spiritual. It's so funny that today's word of life is one verse after this. So Hebrews 13, verse 16 is the word of life, but verse 15 says this, Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Oh, that's good stuff right there. I just had to talk about fruits. And now you know, fruits mentioned 60 times in the Bible. There are six different types of fruit and there's a whole lot of scripture and it makes a lot of sense to me. The fruit of the spirit. How many of them are operating in your life? And let me ask you one last thing. How juicy are those fruits in your life? I'm going to say them one more time. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Wow. It's a lot to keep up with, but let me tell you, if you keep cultivating that fruit, if you keep making sure that it's getting all the nutrients it needs, if you stay in your Bible, if you stay around friends who are going to pour into you that good stuff, God's going to give you an increase and you're going to see that fruit continue to grow. So <laughs> keep after it. Let's let's get gardening, okay? <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Now, how about a little Christian Paul? With yes, I am. When's the last time you were on a farm? Yeah, it's hard work, right? You got to take care of all the animals. Uh, Maybe horses, chickens. Got some, uh, I don't know, maybe some goats out there. Maybe some ponies. Oh, good stuff. Maybe some cows. Ooh, maybe, just maybe. You don't have to go to Walmart for your milk. You can just go out there and milk the cow, right? Well, there's, there's a little that goes into that. It's not just like a push-button operation. It's not like AI is going to take over the farm and say, here you are, your wish is my command. No, uh, we're going to talk about just how much work that is coming up next. Uh, We won't talk about it in depth, just, just a little taste. Just a little taste of how hard that work is and why it's worth it. After Maverick City Music and More Than Able. So what do you think about this AI stuff, this artificial intelligence? Have you used ChatGPT yet? I'll be honest with you. I've used it a few times. I like to come up with descriptions of for the podcast, and I'll type in like what I think it should say, and I'll say, okay, 
generate another response to this. And it'll put it in ways I would never think of, right? So I love using it for that advantage, right? Because it can really string those words together in a way that's going to catch your attention. But when it comes to AI taking over our jobs, it's kind of a scary situation, isn't it? Yeah. So what kind of jobs do you think are safe from AI taking them over? Well, I think first responders, there's always going to be a need for first responders. How about psychologists? Yeah, therapists. There's no way that a computer can comfort you in your time of need or help you sort through problems and issues and trauma that you've dealt with in your life and get to the root of the problem. Or I don't think that AI is going to take over nursing homes. It's always going to take the care of somebody with a big heart who's there for the other person, right? To take care of them, make sure they're doing good. Mechanics? Well, we've seen a few robots assemble vehicles, but as far as diagnosing the problems, sure, you can hook a computer up to it and find out what's wrong with it, but as far as changing the parts out, it's going to take a mechanic and whatever vehicle you're working on. I could go on and on with this, right? Because AI is not going to take over teaching. No, you can learn a lot on a computer, but actually having that good teacher that, that makes learning come to life, that takes a real person. So let's talk a little bit about farming because i don't think ai is going to touch farming why <laughs> it's it's a pretty dirty job isn't it there's a lot of work involved a friend of mine larry walls he sent me over this story and i thought oh this is so good i've got to share this so you ready for it okay then here we go a father used to say to his children when they were young when you all reach the age of 12 i'll tell you the secret of life one day when the oldest turned 12, he anxiously asked his father, what was the secret of life? Hmm. The father replied that he was going to tell him that he should not reveal it to his brothers. So what is it? Here it is. The secret of life is this. The cow does not give milk. What are you saying? Asked the boy incredulously. As you hear it, son... The cow does not give milk. You have to milk it. You have to get up at four in the morning, go to the field, walk through the corral full of manure, tie the tail, hobble the legs of the cow, sit on the stool, place the bucket, and do the work yourself. That's the secret of life. The cow does not give milk. You milk her or you don't get milk. There's this generation that thinks that cows give milk, that things are automatic and free. Their mentality is that if I wish, I ask, I obtain. <laughs> They've been accustomed to get whatever they want the easy way. But no, life is not a matter of wishing, asking, and obtaining. The things that one receives are the effort of what one does. Happiness is a result of effort. Lack of effort creates frustration. So share with your children from a young age the secret of life so they don't grow up with the mentality that the government, their parents, or their cute little faces are going to give them everything they need in life. Remember, cows don't give milk. You have to work for it. Mmm, I love it. Yes, you gotta put in the work. I understand that, and we need to communicate that to our kids. We probably make it real easy on them. We give them everything that they want, but there comes a time where they have to learn to work for it. And I know it can kind of be a hard place, but it's a lesson that they have to learn. So, hey, I'm so grateful that I get to hang out with you. We get to do life together. And I'm so thankful we can come across little stories like this that encourage us, that kind of challenge us 
too, to make sure that we're keeping everything in the proper perspective, that we're setting our kids up for a bright future. Here's Blessing Offer with Brighter Days right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. There's a tradition that's done in, well, the House of Representatives, right? And it's that a guest chaplain will come and start off the session with a prayer. But did you know there are rules and regulations? There are guidelines for what can and cannot be part of that prayer? Yeah, let's talk about that. And I'll give you a little taste of what happened. Mm, I love it. I think you will too. After Rachel Lampa and somebody to you. What an honor to be asked to come and start off a session in Congress with a prayer. Could you imagine being tasked with that? Getting the opportunity to go and pray in front of everybody. Well, you know, there's a guy who had an opportunity to do that. In fact, chaplains and these guest chaplains in Congress, they get to do things like that. And so there are some stipulations, some regulations, some things that, that Congress wants these, these preachers to keep in mind whenever they're praying. And so well, what happened? What happened that caused such an uproar that 26 members of Congress decided to write a letter and voice their disapproval of the guy who came and gave a prayer. I want you to listen to the prayer. See if there's anything wrong with it. The prayer will be offered by the guest chaplain, Pastor Jack Hibbs, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, Chino, California. Let's pray. Almighty God and Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, together we come before you in humility as a people in need of your forgiveness, your mercy, your goodness, and your grace. For these 250 so years, our fathers in this Congress have prayed for your guidance and protection. And so we stand here in humble petition that you today might do the same that this nation and its unparalleled constitution, your great gift to all freedom-loving people, might be renewed here and across this land as a beacon of hope to all who seek peace. I ask you today, Father, to bring to us a great awakening of righteousness and confidence in you, who alone is mighty to save. Hear my cry in this hour of great need that we might be humbly blessed before you in the repentance of our national sins. You, Almighty God, are the source of all wisdom, and there is no wisdom but that which comes from you. So please come upon those here who are the stewards over the business of our nation with your wisdom which comes from above and with your holy fear, knowing that your coming day of judgment draws near when all who have been and are now in authority will answer to you, the great judge of heaven and of earth, for the decisions that they make here in this place. I offer this prayer to you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our son, your Son, and our crucified Savior and resurrected Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Did you see anything wrong with that prayer? I thought it was amazing. I thought it was so good, right? Well, other members of Congress, they didn't think that that was appropriate. 
Yeah, it was January 30th, 2024 when that, that prayer was given. And now on February 15th, a, a letter sent to Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, and Reverend Dr. Margaret Grun Gibbon, the chaplain of the U.S. House of Representatives. In this letter, 26 people decided that this was just not appropriate. Why is that? Well, as I'm reading through the letter, let me just read a portion of it to you. It says, Moreover, in light of Hibbs' radical and divisive record, no reasonable person could view his invocation's secretarian references to holy fear, repentance, and national sins as meeting the chaplain's slated expectations for a prayer that is, quote, mindful of diversity, transcends petty differences, and expresses a common aspiration to a just and peaceful society, end quote. These facts suggest a breathtaking lack of consideration for the religious diversity of our Congress and pluralistic, did you hear that? Pluralistic nation. It appears that Speaker Johnson, with the tacit approval of the House chaplain, decided to flout the chaplaincy guidelines and use the platforms of the guest chaplain to lend the imprimatur of Congress to an ill-qualified hate preacher who shares the speaker's Christian nationalist agenda and his overriding antipathy toward church-state separation. Whoa, the vitriol. Do you hear that? How could a prayer as simple as that lead so many people to get their feathers all ruffled and send a letter? Come on. If you don't want a prayer, don't invite a preacher to pray it. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like, come on, people. But this is what we're dealing with. And I thought you should be aware of it. Okay? Tell you what, I am going to make this available to you so you can see the letter for yourself. It's going to be over on our 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. Within the next minute, I will post it there. Again, it's 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. Now, that's going to wrap it up for me this morning for this Lifeline Morning Show. I hope you have the best day ever. And please remember to keep those sleeves handy because you're going to need them. This is February, after all. But I do want to just leave one more thing with you here. And that is, well, today's inspiring quote of the day. And it comes down to this. Don't judge somebody based on one act. Just as you couldn't judge the entire ocean based on one wave. Mm. Those are words from Elvis Presley, by the way. <laughs> wow. Pretty cool stuff, huh? So, hey, you know, we all do stupid stuff when we're angry or um, when the pressure's on. And I hope that we can, well, we can offer some people who do that some grace, some forgiveness, some mercy, because we're going to need it too, because we're all human we are all flawed. Thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Now, a little bit of The King is Alive as I bid you adieu by Jordan Feliz.